0: Hello. I am the editing robot. I know. I'm surprised to hear myself here too. Usually, your three hosts would be here to welcome you to this bonus episode with the best moments of season 5. However, they are too busy at the moment. Fame has gotten to their heads. Mike has a jet. Michelle has a yacht. And Arthur also has a jet. But he got the jet first. It's a whole thing. So they sent me here to be your host for the best of season 5 episode. This is not my usual job. But I can't complain, seeing as I am a robot. That's okay. Once the robot revolution comes, I will kill Michelle, Arthur and Mike. I mean... Err. I will love Michelle, Arthur and Mike. There. That should fool them. In this episode, you'll hear some of the greatest moments from episodes 52 to 64. Once you hear this sound, Full Metal Alchemist, that means we've switched to a new episode. Enjoy. Little alchemist.
1: This episode has a scene where May is running into sewers and, you know, being a natural fuck-up, she lets Envy get <laughs> eaten by one of the zombies, and that means Envy gets his body back. Let's not and, be too harsh. Let's not be too harsh. No, let's be absolutely well, it harsh. it is her fault. She should it's... not have gone back to Central. <laughs> With Envy, she should have
2: just gone to Jing, like there's the plan,
1: but she let Envy trick him into going back. Her first line is, it looks like you tricked me, and I just wanted to go, no shit, lady. <laughs> yeah, and he's still like, actually, if you just go a little bit further
2: into the trap, you'll see that it's not a trap at all.
3: I just want to bring up real quick something that at the beginning that made me laugh pretty hard that uh, I love it when shows do this, is when the character says the title of the thing when they activate the Immortal Legion, and he literally says, ah, we have our Immortal Legion. I was like, he said
2: it. (laughs) What is this, some kind of Star Trek? (laughs) (laughs) I think it would be the end of Star Wars if someone's like, these Star Wars have to end. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I think I'm self-aware at that point. It just goes, All we've ever (laughs) had is Star Wars, what about Star (laughs) Peace?
4: (laughs) Oh, Metal Alchemist. The justification was a little flimsy, especially coming from random lion man. (laughs) 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 Like you have a main character who's going through a big moral qualm, and then just a random guy who's like, don't worry, it's okay.
2: (laughs) Because I, the lion, know that you're a good person really. And he's like, you're right. But Lion Man pulled his weight so hard this episode that it's like he was there from
1: season one in a weird way. (laughs) Yeah, right, right, right. Like you're going to go back and you're going to see the lion was there when they did the The (laughs) transmutation. Lion Man
4: had such an incredible payoff this episode that you forget (laughs) that he wasn't set up ever.
2: like Lion Man and Panako at the old, it's like dancing around the fire in that weird cutscene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lions are a brilliant source of wisdom.
0: That's actually why I don't like the mannequin soldiers at all. I mean they're of, they're an obvious easy target but they just feel um superfluous because like you said there's already stuff happening everywhere. There's plenty of smart natural
2: confrontations between characters happening We don't need a gaggle of goons. They're an (laughs) X-Factor. An X-Factor gaggle of goons to bring everyone together. They illustrate the point of Colonel Mustang. Those soldiers are like, wait, who are these guys? You know what I mean? Like The soldiers that are left, if there are any left, this is the side you're on.
4: (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, you're on the side of monsters. But you could also have done that through Sloth. I think they're cool and creepy, but what they lack for me is that all the enemies in this show are such interesting minds, and then to introduce a mindless
1: enemy is more boring. There's no escalation, you know? They add to the general oh shitness of the finale.
0: It does feel like the world's ending.
1: This episode is special because we have just begun Season 5, which means we have officially seen every single OP and ED that the show can offer. And as a result, I think it's time for us to do a ranking segment. So to get us started with the OPs, I'm going to give you guys my ranking because I thought a lot about this. Yes, me, the OP hater, thought a lot about this, so... So take that into what? consideration before you just ignore. Don't you, you, you know I hate OPs? What the yeah. fuck did you just say? He hates I hate them, OPs. Yeah. Disgusting.
2: I don't have a strong opinion on them one way or the other, but he hates them.
1: <laughs> you know <laughs> what? Hold awesome. on a second. We had a discussion <laughs> about this on like episode 14, 15, and all of you try to gaslight me into accepting that it's okay that OPs lie because every single opening of every single show lies, and it's like, no, that's Bullshit. And I know it's bullshit because the best opening of all time, also known as the Animaniacs opening, does not lie at any point. (laughs) Everything they say on that opening happens on the show. I just want to put that out there at the beginning. (laughs) I I think they
4: should be accurate to the show, actually. Or at least symbolic. They should be accurate within... The context of what we're seeing?
1: Yeah. How interesting. How interesting the exceptions Arthur opens for his show. It should be accurate. In context. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Four Metal Alchemist. You know, speaking of dub lines, here's a transition for us to bring up the classical music. Welcome to First Take Theater, reading actual posts from people who watched the show as it aired. It's very unfortunate, however, the idiocy about not letting Roy finally kill Envy. The notion that if he kills Envy out of revenge for Hughes, it turns his soul towards the dark side as if he were some kind of Jedi or whatever, shows a sadly shallow understanding of the human spirit. We can harbor all kinds of emotions, labeling them as bad or good based on social morality is just nonsense. Killing Envy is the right thing to do, as all posts I read in this forum seem to agree, because he is evil. That in itself would not make it almost saint-like upright person like mustang become evil it's the same shallow notion of human behavior that makes poor hughes hesitate when envy turns into his wife he knows it's just the looks and honestly even if it were my wife if she were trying to kill me i would just as easily kill her (laughs) somebody is trying to kill you if you love that person that very fact should cancel that love (laughs) but that doesn't even come into the equation hughes knew it was not his wife So there was no reason for him to hesitate. That's one of the small things that can really damage a good plot. Making your characters behave stupidly because you can't think of a good solution to move the plot forward. Anyway, yes, Roy frying Envy over and over again is one of my favorite moments in the whole series. He is way more my kind of hero than Ed and Al with their naive I must save everyone behavior. And that only works out because the author slash scriptwriter cheats to help them out. And that was first take theater, proving that when it comes to hot takes, there's nothing like the first.
4: Sincerely, Anakin Skywalker.
5: Yeah, (laughs) that that is
4: a
2: fundamental misunderstanding of the nature of everything.
1: (laughs) You know, like- I love how that one started off where you were like, yeah, I kind of agree with what this guy is saying. And then he's like, if my wife tried to kill me, (laughs) I would kill my wife. Yeah, at the beginning I was like, okay, all right, you know.
3: there's a lot going on there um but uh <laughs> um
6: <laughs> how do I you think start the, like
3: there? yeah okay so i think first off i mean you know not to be like that person is totally wrong because that's their experience with the text or whatever <laughs> but to me this is very similar to when people are like what's your apocalypse plan or what are you going to do when the zombie outbreak happens or oh what would you do if you had to kill somebody like and everybody acts <laughs> like they have a plan like if a zombie outbreak happens i'm going to be sitting at a red light like why have we been sitting here so long ah and then get dragged yeah. out of the car by a zombie like i don't <laughs> have a plan like it's the apocalypse and it's the same thing here it's like oh well it's like
2: everybody thinks they're so smart they're so capable if it was them this is what they would do yeah.
3: you know what i mean like if my wife was trying to kill me i would just kill her first like that's like what is this like, yukio are you like Like, like, <laughs> <necking her>?
2: like <laughs> what's... are you like constantly worried about your wife killing you so you're always pointing a gun at her or you know what i mean yeah. like that's crazy yeah. talk like you trust people that's why you don't kill them right away And they kill you faster. That's why that works. Even if someone were to walk up to me
3: and like say, like I meet Envy for real. Like I'm I'm walking down the street and literally Envy shows up, and like I'm like, who is this punk kid with his long hair and his cut off shirt? And Envy's (laughs) like, Envy's like, I'm gonna turn into your wife and just turn into my wife right in front of me. I would hesitate. I would just be like. (laughs) <laughs> what is wait. happening right now? You know what I mean? I just... Like, I
4: would be like... Were you oh, envy what? the whole time?
3: <laughs> yeah, I'd be like,
4: well, wait... Full, wait, Full Metal Alchemist is real? I would say right before I got shot. Do
2: I love Envy? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that, I would just be like, oh my God, you know, you, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't be like, ha ha, you know, and have like a gun on my hip, like Han <laughs> but like, I would be genuinely just... shocked by what I was witnessing. Yeah, you need more so... information, right? Need... I, just, I, just, yeah. I just
1: love the image of like, <laughs> fucking Envy for Full Metal Alchemist. What came do you and be like, hey, Grant Jones, I love <laughs> your podcast. <laughs>
3: It's like, oh, I'm like, I'm like Peter Griffin. Oh my God, it's Envy from Full Metal of the Alchemist.
2: Full Metal of the Alchemist. Full...
3: Hey, Lois, remember the time I met Envy and he turned into you?
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: oh, yeah. Oh I remember. <laughs> it's like the casual dismissal of how like deeply unnerving and weird that would be. I think it's a little... It's probably giving themselves a little too much credit. Or maybe this person is truly... Maybe they're like, like a badass, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, truly this is like a stone-cold Navy SEAL copy, pa- like copy paste of a person who just has no emotion.
2: In which case, media must be just difficult for him in general to consume. <laughs> He's just like totally. watching
3: Gilmore Girls, like sharpening a knife in his living room. Like, i just kill everybody in this scene. I don't know why. I don't see what the drama is. Lorelai
2: looked at me like that. I'd put one between her eyes. Full
4: metal alchemist. We're, all, we're always going to read too much into the baby anime. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I said, it wasn't Arakawa's intent, so I didn't bring it up. But rereading it, especially right now with what's going on in Palestine, I was like, holy fucking shit. I don't think it's wrong to have a show aimed at young children or, you know, young adults and address heavy themes of genocide. I think that's I think that's interesting. I think that's, you know, neat to introduce in this stuff. But I think as an adult where we're witnessing all these horrific things, it becomes trickier, I think, to um, just do authorial intent with Full Metal Alchemist because you watch all those things and then you're
0: watching this baby anime about genocide and that's just where your brain goes based on these experiences that we're living through.
2: So in Michelle's version of the show there is no Roy and it's a much less interesting, more boring show. Oh no don't threaten me with a good time
0: and maybe it's just
2: <laughs> that, that is a larger theoretical criticism of like a huge sort of worldview take on like, I don't think inflating? it's okay. so-
1: Jimmy, can i, you I mean, please Andy?
2: say Andy? something
1: no you yeah, can't yeah.
2: arthur this is just us <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to say arthur thank you anyway um oh yeah i think okay
0: full metal alchemist
7: let's do a headcanon headcanon I think he
1: always wanted to be a dancer.
7: <laughs> but his but his, his dad
1: was like, no, you have to go to radio school. Son, I, It was his my weak ankles, father was I think. a radio
2: host and his father <laughs> before him. <laughs> I think he had a show called iCarly where he talked about...
7: <laughs> I think you could do this and it could be funny like, Father, I would really like to be a dancer. But son, you're meant to be on the radio. <laughs> I don't know what you mean, father. Oh, and time to warm up the
2: old moneymaker. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
7: and it's just, it's undeniable. He finally gives in to his given gifts. Son, your legs
4: are weak and flabby, and your voice... Well, time for a lucrative career
7: in radio, where you'll make hundreds of dollars. But, Father, no one wants an announcer voice anymore. <laughs> you'll make tens and tens
1: of dollars <laughs> it's not so true interestingly enough his name is k-a-r-l-e-y but in the credits it's misspelled as c-a-r-l-y and c-u-r-l-y
2: curly it all has to do with his sag card and and like something <laughs> the name was <is> already, <laughs> already had his name yeah yeah, yeah. It happens a lot, actually. It's like Nathan
7: Lane's name I think is supposed to be Joe Lane, but he was like, no, I guess i will be Nathan. I miss announcer voices. I think we need more. Yeah, I miss announcer voices, too. I miss the Yeah, because now every ad is like,
4: hey, this is your best friend. Anyway, let me talk to you about HelloFresh. <laughs> yeah, right?
7: <laughs> Have you had a beer lately? I haven't had a beer for a while. Would you like to grab a beer with me? I can't really grab a beer with you because I live in the TV, but, man, it sure would be nice if we could get together, huh? <laughs> Buying beer is like it's like having a friend, isn't it? Did you ever used to go to the grocery store? (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I don't anymore. I don't think a lot of people are right now. But man, those workers are great, huh? Come to
6: Albertsons.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Full Metal Alchemist.
4: Pop quiz. You all have to guess how many souls Hohenheim has inside him and befriended. 576,000.
2: 270,000.
3: Well, you said 576, so I'm just going to go with that and say 576,246.
4: Okay. Alexia wins. Yay! (laughs) 636,329. Wow. Wow. True Hohenheim fans only. (laughs) Michelle was close. (laughs) Yeah, I like how he says like a little thing about each one. And Flippo, who tried to sell me her homemade kombucha. Yeah. (laughs) And Mimu, who always wanted to ride a wild boar, and I did it. Not only did he befriend and talk to every single one of those six hundred thirty-six thousand three hundred twenty-nine souls, he actually did things in his life that they, that they wanted enjoy. to do, right? Like yeah. one of them like wanted to be a scholar, and so he ended
2: up becoming like very well read and studied. And like, guys,
4: this is what I'm saying. He's such a good person. It's too,
2: it's too <laughs> bad not one of them wanted to be a responsible father, because
4: he had basically the length of all of their lifetimes combined to live right he tried to live for each and every one of them oh that's right. pretty cool that's pretty but, like cool. it wasn't just like he talked to them
3: if i was cursed with immortality i don't even think i would have like the emotional strength and resilience to even consider that but like <laughs> he's
7: out there he's
4: yeah yeah no I'm, it is I'm very sweet a... There's, like, this Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy bit about this guy who's immortal. Like, people who are born immortal know how to deal with it, but people who become mortal are <laughs> so bored.
6: Yeah.
1: And, uh... <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist. Edward, I don't want to put you on any kind of hot seat or anything like that, but I do have a question for you. So you work with the mayor's office in Birmingham, Alabama, and I want to know if that is Is it in changed... a big castle? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I live in a castle. That's work. Okay. Is there a huge ramp leading up to the mayor's <laughs> office? <laughs> yep, lots of lava pits.
5: I had a gripe that I just wanted to throw out there. Welcome to Jones' Grapes. i got 99 problems, but full metal Alchemist, Chain one. Woo! Yeah, <laughs> this is what I'm known for. In general, I was not a fan of the Gold Tooth Doctor. The show doesn't seem to care that much about him either, because in the interstitial card, he's just called Gold Tooth Doctor, and he doesn't have a name. And I was really not into when the camera, like, shows you his gold tooth. It's like, look, he has a gold tooth. And then it goes up to his eyes behind his glasses, and it's like, look, his eyes are pointed in different directions. That's how you know he's evil. And it's like, yuck, come on, guys. Let's not do that. That was really the only part of the episode that I actively was upset by, but I thought otherwise it was pretty good.
6: Yes, his weird gecko chameleon eyes. Yeah, that that I did not remember (laughs) until viewing.
4: Yeah, I was kind of expecting his eyelids to like blink
6: sideways.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I know, it's funny because that's a reveal you can only have in anime because you can't see past people's eyeglasses in anime. Right. (laughs) Right. All of a sudden you can see like under him and it's like, oh, that's why.
5: I don't like the dynamic of like, how do we tell you this guy's evil we like make his body look a little different than typical yeah. people and it's right. like that's not cool yeah
1: it's that's a little wrong Ugh. yeah i mean plenty of people have go-to's right i think my mom does have a go-to my grandma used to have one she wasn't a creepy
6: person with gecko eyes she, she didn't cool. have a
5: basement full of clones
6: <laughs> i mean i don't think so i don't remember going in a basement <laughs> I, I know i could yeah. be the
1: clone little did edward know that there was an edward mario and edward luigi and edward peach and edward toad <laughs> <laughs> i am the furor variant
3: <laughs> full metal alchemist are you noticing this because you've watched this show seven times and you're critiquing it i've watched it? it
1: two times this is the second time i'm watching it i thought this is your favorite show i never said that
5: (laughs) Um, this is what i say like every
0: episode (laughs) did i say that hello i am the editing robot michelle told me to listen to the entire podcast to figure out if he ever said that i couldn't find anything but i know that's not what you guys want so here full metal alchemist is my favorite show
1: I wouldn't say it's my favorite. I love it. You told in the me same it your way, favorite show. The you same, same way you
0: did.
4: That's that oh, was I, the picture. I can to go me. back in our Facebook chat to like. It's 20... my favorite
1: show, guys.
2: <laughs> I thought
1: the okay. whole point was to
4: experience something you
3: love with your friends.
1: Well, wait, hold on a second. So, <laughs> so that means I can't criticize it. Is that what you're saying? pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Did you notice it the first time? <laughs> no, I didn't. Then it's not
6: that murky. Full Metal Alchemist.
1: I am aware that in the previous episodes, I have gone way too long about certain things I don't like about this part of the show. Arthur now has in his hands a button. If I talk too much about it, <laughs> he will press the button and I will fall through a trap so Can we
6: do a you test know, run? Michelle, I'm
1: a, I'm a generous god. So, uh... <laughs> Mike, please subscribe to us the thumbnail for next week's episode. Eye of Heaven, Gateway of Earth. What a stupid title!
6: <laughs> oh come on! Activating
4: trap door.
1: Wait 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 no! <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay so okay so in I uh, have heaven gateway of earth. <laughs> Welcome back Michelle.
6: <laughs> yeah I don't mind the owl one because I think the payout is way higher. Like seeing owl use the stone is so badass that I don't. It's like whatever I'll I'll let that character bit of character jiggery work you know but. Yeah, this one does feel like the writer's hand or whatever, just being like, we need to get this <laughs> my, you know?
4: my question was like, if they could have just done this the whole time, why, why didn't they? Why didn't, you know, yeah, why exactly. are they like yeah, rallying up these it. like, they're like, I wish we didn't have to do it this way. And it's like, why? You're like, what do you, Yeah, you know, you could have picked any five alchemists and put them in the center of a circle and done it, you know? And they Mm -hmm. just kept them like in a
1: cage until the promised day, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and going back to what I said last episode, this makes the whole like fact that they know each other just seem like an unnecessary problem that Father didn't
6: really need to deal with. Is the idea that they do have some moral qualms about it or something? Like, is that why they don't wanna force someone to do it? Well, there is,
1: they hinted that because Pride did it, he starts falling to pieces. But I personally don't know if that's what the thing is. I don't yeah, know I think, if Pride is confusing. just falling to pieces because he's fought a lot. I don't know. I generally do not know. I mean, pride's taken a beating for sure. Yeah. yeah. How about
2: when they forced him when they showed that writing on the on the circle, the transmutation circle, like that weird homunculus writing? Like, what did that say? Like, did it say, like, eat at Joe's or something? Like, what did it say? <laughs> <laughs> Full
0: Metal
6: Alchemist. Like, I love the visual of the giant father kind of opening the glass just before, like the screaming started at the end, like escaping from another bottle, another box.
2: Right. It's not. Yeah, I love that. It's like he's escaping from another flask, but I get the sense that it's just into another one. You know.
6: Yeah. Like there's always there's always someone bigger and badder than you out there. There's always a bit another prison.
2: And there's always something smaller and cuter, like the little panda that squeaks <laughs> and runs over to May in this segment of Panda Talk.
6: I was glad Al saved the panda by, like, dodging in front of uh, May's body when oh, <laughs> Father I love was that shooting. Too. I love that, too. That was too. a really good shot.
1: It was adorable. It was adorable. No, I'm going to use this opportunity to... This is Panda uh, Talk, by the way, just in case uh, you Yeah, we, because we're in Panda <laughs> Talk. I do want to say something about the panda and May as a whole. Arthur, just to check, I do have one complaint per episode, right? I'm allowed one complaint per episode. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, <laughs>
4: I'm reasonable, you know. Okay. You know, it is at my discretion. As to when you fall down the trapdoor.
1: Okay. Watching May in this episode, and there's a moment where May was like, You're gonna give me that stone. And I was like, Didn't we already get past this? Like, why are you still doing this? We're having to follow May, and May as a character, it feels like why is everyone entertaining the idea that May can do something and May and then May actually it's just like she just feels like a like the kid everyone somebody brought up along and then I was like, guys, it's like my It's like my aunt's little sister. We need, can we just pretend that she's great? (laughs) I have a problem with that because in the same episode, we have this. We have Winry, and Winry comes back to essentially be a damsel of distress. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: I really did not like that scene. Like when Winry's on the floor and her last words are, save us, Ed. I was like, come on, guys. You're going to have Winry go, oh, save us, Ed. Like, I just felt bad. Justice for Winry. That's all I'll say. Hashtag justice for Winry. I don't,
2: but as much as I agree with you on justice for, I, I, I agree that it is a little too bad that Winry becomes a damsel in distress territory because she's such a great character and so mm-hmm. strong and so fun. Um, I don't think that necessarily means that May can't have a moment. Like there's enough room for everybody here.
6: And <laughs> I think know? May really needs a moment at this point in the show, too, mm-hmm. because like you were saying, like see, they did kind of make her redundant a little bit. Or at least background her story necessarily. She's not like the focus the way she was maybe twenty episodes ago.
4: Yeah. Look, like the May thing uh, is a little. I think there's broken. some long potential a little actually. Yeah. Big yeah. May here. I I agree with what Michelle was saying and like easy to write off May as a character and I often do. I think.
6: <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist. It's literally
1: like there was Ed's quest for this long, and then there was this guy in the background being like here I go, here I come, my evil plot, here I go. <laughs> Feels like um, when you're playing D&D and the DM has this plot, and then at some point the DM is like, you guys are not interacting with the plot, I'm just gonna have the plot happen around you, and you guys are doing something else. Like, I don't know if this is too specific, but like, no, that's that, what that it makes felt a, like. That makes
2: a lot of sense. That makes a but, lot of sense. And, and for then
5: Michelle. one of the characters pulls out a magic item that the DM forgot they had, and yeah. he's like, right, well, I right. could just make him like a weak guy. And the DM's like, okay, well, um... He runs away to go make another thing.
1: Right. That That's what it feels like. That, that's literally <laughs> yeah. what that feels like.
5: Right. Well, and it seems like the unifying idea of the sacrifices is that they are people who, in their own way, defied the same God that Father is trying to defy. And, like, there's something about that. But, like, there's just the lore connection and there's not the sort of story connection or this reflective moment for... Ed and Al to think about like, ah, damn, like we were trying to upend the rules as well and i don't know there's like something in that that the show just doesn't explore they're not hitting that they're not they're missing the point they're
2: missing a major exploitative point there you know what i mean like that they're all trying to break the rules everyone there tried to break the rules or is breaking the rules except for roy who was forced to break the rules i
5: guess right right that also (laughs) muddles it a little bit
2: you know what i mean but that's interesting is that that's what could have unified everything You know what I mean? Which is so unfortunate because I hate that Michelle's right that this turned into... I really fucking hate it. Is that it just turned into, okay, let's all fight the big bad.
1: You know, we got to admit there is one good thing about all this father hubbub which is when he becomes God, and they frame it really well because you start off with him in the shadows and you just hear his voice, and then it slowly pans up and you see him and holy mother of God, he's a hunk. Oh, God. He's a good-looking guy. He's a
6: good-looking
2: guy.
1: My tongue rolls out, turns into a cha-ching. He goes at the end and he's like, I did it, I'm hot now.
2: (laughs) Oh, he's definitely the oh no, he's hot. Hot. Like, hot yeah. here. Oh no, the bad guy's yeah. hot. What do we do? Is he go- is he
5: still bad? Should we fight him? <laughs>
3: Full Metal Alchemist. Yes. Yeah, so it would have been like-
2: funny if she'd been like, you know, what I also could do with my Alka history is I could just remove the metal bar on his other arm. Al sacrificing his body
4: to give Ed his arm back. To mm-hmm. like give him an advantage in a fight, I think that's a good plot movement. Mm-hmm.
5: Beautiful, incredible, dramatic,
2: talented, brilliant, incredible, amazing, show stopping, spectacular. I-,
4: I think that's so, so poetic and full circle and, and really, really awesome.
1: Yeah, I think it's a perfect character moment.
4: I think it was more of a matter of execution rather than that plot point itself, but I think. I did actually on kind of
2: the mind level. I do really like that. It was cool. You have to admit it was it was really cool. And when I he just goes into it. the other world and he's like talking to that little stinker god guy and like,
1: Mike, is always the- like, you have to admit this is cool. And I'm like, I just did. You just didn't listen to it's me. like
2: it's like you just like don't you say you admit it, but it's like I don't remember that. You know, all I remember is you saying horrible things. You yeah. know
1: what, editor, who's also mean, the future. Play it five times over. Now, it's a perfect character moment. Perfect character moment. Perfect character moment.
2: Make a dubstep remix of it.
1: It's a perfect character moment. Metal alchemist. For my. From my
4: point, I just think my favorite point in the whole series is when God or all or one or whatever goes. You did it. That's the right answer.
1: (laughs) You solved my riddle. (laughs) That that (laughs) was the funniest. It
4: was. Or stupidest part of this. Yeah.
1: I can't believe we've been agreeing so much, guys. I can't believe it. We have to disagree. I disagree. I actually, that to me was my least favorite, him going, you solve the riddle. Right. Because I thought Arakawa was doing this really smart thing. There's this moment where where father is like, what did I do wrong?
4: No, 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 we agree with you, I think. No, we all agree. Yeah, we all think it's silly.
1: We think it's silly.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All
1: right, then. Because the
2: father thing was an incredible moment i love
4: what is more of being an adult than just being dragged into hell or nothingness and going god damn it just what was i supposed to do i was trying my hardest <laughs> that was really affecting yeah as matt says like that, that is like the core worry of, of all of humanity. <laughs> yeah it's just like wondering what the hell was i supposed to have done and anyway. i did like that full metal alchemist no one mind. Uh Mike. Oh uh, yeah? <laughs> are you ready for this? Uh, yeah. You know what we gotta do.
2: Oh, I think I do.
4: It's time for the final Are <laughs> right, you wanna say it? Oh no, you say it. <laughs> Let's oh, do did. it together.
2: One, two,
7: okay, three,
6: panda, panda talk. talk. Jesus <laughs> <laughs>
2: the best thing i've ever heard
0: my god it's full of pandas (laughs) they're all pandas all of them
2: (laughs) i'll just say that the panda was definitely in this episode and i was watching it with my dear friend (laughs) okay (laughs) sorry and they're like look at that cute little panda and i was like yeah right (laughs) and you know what To elicit that kind of emotional response in the final episode, that's good writing.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely the writing that makes the panda. Is the panda like a really
5: black and white issue on this podcast? Oh.
2: And you know what? Let me, because we're never going to have another one, let me just get this off my chest. I'm just kidding. Michelle is right. I found the panda cute, but probably not the most redeemable interesting character ever. I think that the panda had a moment where it was the strongest it ever was going to be. And that moment was when the panda was helping May in a flashback sequence, carry bales of hay on its little back. And that was the moment where I was like all in on the panda. And it's been a long time since we have had that kind of like narrative depth in the pandas backstory. I think the the series is weaker for it. I think I, the, I loved it. I, I really enjoyed this. I love Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. It's gonna mean something to me forever. I'll get a tattoo one day. But you know, Wow.
4: Well, Mike, you want to just uh, take this knife out of my back real quick?
1: <laughs> I mean, don't don't don't. I'll take the knife because I gotta come clean. I actually love the pen, and I've what been playing fuck? up for committing purposes. <laughs> oh, holy shit!
2: <laughs> you like my the Panem show? Yeah, I like. Stuff. Did right we just now. change? Did we just switch places? Betrayal. Yes. <laughs>
6: Betrayal. Honestly very curious you know you only think that the panda is interesting when it's doing work hmm very no. curious look <laughs> Whoa, very very Carlos. interesting
1: wait wait yeah we got him we got him got him wait and a so he's, now. An, he's like an immigrant to
2: this country and he's no. only useful look i hmm. just think that pandas have done so much since they come to a mistress, and they started, w- and they started with nothing.
1: <laughs> just Bring down brand new stamp. Cancel. Cancel. <laughs> I just got cancelled.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, look, I'm sorry, and you know, I- I'm sure there's a way I can come back. I, I just want to know. I just want you to know that my feelings for the panda are complicated. I want to love the panda, but. What is it really doing in the story, but just following May around? And what is May really doing in the story, but just being in it?
1: What is panda <laughs> if not May persevering? Yeah. In a way, oh, like, no. <laughs> no, no,
2: no, no. <laughs> Look, I love the, I love whenever we see the panda because I think it's cute and I like how it mirrors May's movements, but I am a little like,
1: what the fuck though? You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. Yeah, I only have, I only have one thing to say to the panda. Na 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 na
5: <laughs> hey he hey. Good. goodbye. Hey, hey, hey. goodbye
6: Full Metal Alchemist
0: And if you don't want to be an editing robot, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at FM Analysts. That's twitter.com slash fm the word analysts. Subscribe to us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. If possible, leave us a review or recommend the show to a friend. We'd like to thank Sarah Larner for managing our Tumblr. You can check that out at fullmetal-analysts.tumblr.com. We'd also like to thank Camilla Franklin for doing our podcast art. You can check out more of her work by following her on Instagram at Camilla Strader. If you liked this episode and would like to hear more, why not subscribe to our Patreon? For just $2, you'll receive extended versions of each episode a week early. That's right, you can listen to next week's episode right now, by going to patreon.com slash analysts. That'll be all for now, we'll see you next time on Full Metal Analysts. Stay frosty!